Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Today's topic is follow-up in order to ensure follow-through. Yeah, so again, through my leadership and the time that I have had in corporate, as well as the time that I've had mentoring others and coaching others, you know, from time to time, there's this frustration, right? And you may be going through it right now, especially it's striking me. I feel like the frustration's out there a little bit more because of the remote environment that we're all in right now. Um, it's very hard for some people to follow up because they're not seeing the person every single day. And so the follow-up has started to decline and therefore, the level of execution that's happening within their teams is declining as well. And so today, I want you to be thinking about the fact that your follow-up as a leader confirms the fact that people are going to follow through. Now, I know it shouldn't have to be that way, and I get that, right? It's like dealing with our kids. We tell our kids, hey, go clean your room because I'm going to come check it in 10 minutes. And so we're telling them we're going to follow up, and so therefore, they better follow through. Hey, clean your room. I'm going to be up there in 10 minutes. If not, you lose the iPad, right? And then there's there's this inherent sort of repercussion that's associated with it, some sort of punishment, so to speak. So it's the same theory. We all learned that, right? Growing up, we I'm sure we all learned things like that. I know, you know, I was told to clean my room and then there would be follow-up, for example, or go clean the shower and then they'd come check it or whatever it was, whatever the job was that I had to do They'd come and my parents would come and check and make sure that it was done. And so we all, the most of us, have learned that in life, when we're asked to do something, someone's going to come check at some point, right? And if they don't, just like when we were kids, I almost felt like we got, got away with something if we didn't do it, right? So in, uh, in my corporate environment, we always used to say, inspect what you expect, right? You have to inspect what you expect to be done. So if you ask someone to do something, you need to validate that they've done it. If you've asked them to spend their time doing something, completing a task, sending an email, creating a presentation, um, improving whatever process in your business, you know, increasing customer account, it doesn't matter, whatever it is. Whatever you've asked them to do, you need to follow up. And follow-up could just simply be a conversation. It doesn't have to be, hey, send me the presentation to let me look over it. It could be. It doesn't always have to be that. It could simply be a conversation to ask, well, how did that, you know, did you put that presentation together? Awesome. Tell me, you know, the hardest part for you in putting it together. Tell me, you know, the cool thing that you were really proud of. What was that one slide that you were super proud of? When you ask detailed questions, it's going to be pretty clear if they put the slide deck together or not. Right. I mean, they're not going to be able to answer all the detailed questions if they didn't do it. And so you don't necessarily have to see the deck in order to, to understand if they put it together. But, you know, sometimes you do want to inspect it. So what I'm trying to get you to understand here is that it doesn't matter how you inspect it. And you don't have to inspect or follow up every single time in the same way. Okay. But the point is that you do it. Because what's happening right now, what I'm, see hap I'm seeing happen in several instances, 
is that people are starting to not follow through on certain tasks or they're not getting it done in the way in which leaders want it to be done. And so when there's follow-up later, like too much later, weeks later, hey, I need you to do X, Y, Z this week. Go ahead and get that done by Friday. And then two or three weeks later, I come back around and ask, did you do it? It's a little too late for my follow-up then because if they didn't do it, the window has well been missed. If they did, then my ability and my, my time frame to appreciate them for putting in the work has pretty much been missed too. Now, people will still like the fact that you appreciated them, but the impact that it makes dwindles the further out you get from the task. It's just reality. Think about it. If you, you know, clean the house really good for your spouse and then they don't notice for three weeks later, well, the house is pretty much dirty again, right? So, I mean, the appreciation's very much worn off. Things have changed. But if your spouse comes in the same day, you're like, wow, man, the house looks great. Thank you so much. You know, you really spent a lot of time. And, you know, I know that, you know, we, we could have done it together, but you spent all the time so we could spend time together not cleaning. Thank you. Right? That's that's the proper time and praise and sounds really great. And you might even do it again. Right? Okay. So hopefully you get where I'm going here. So the other part of why follow through doesn't happen is because we've set unrealistic goals. And so follow up will help with that because if I say, hey, I need you to get this presentation done by Friday and I check in with you on Thursday, how's it going? Everything okay with the presentation? You have a chance to then come and say, Katrina, presentation's going okay. It's starting to become a bigger project than what I thought. I had to get some additional data from XYZ person. They're out of the office this week. I was going to reach out and let you know, but I was trying to pull all the data myself, and I'm struggling to get the right information. Perfect, right? My follow-up just validated that they're not going to be able to follow through and meet the deadline by Friday. And because I asked, they had the ability to go ahead and tell me. And you could tell by that conversation, they didn't want to tell me they weren't going to meet the deadline. They're trying to do everything they could to put it all together. When in reality, my desire is that I don't want them to make up the data, and they're not making it up, but I want them to use the resource to standardize the data. And so my answer is, hey, well, if they're out of office, don't worry about it. In the future, just send me a note. Katrina, I'm not going to be able to meet the deadline. I need the data from Joe. And he's out of the office, and so he's not going to be back until Tuesday. Can I get the presentation to you on Wednesday? It's perfect. And so there I, I followed up, let them know that the, the presentation is important. Okay, so I've stressed the importance of the function. It's not just busy work. I gave them the ability to extend the deadline, okay, because they've been stressing about it, and they've been trying to figure out how to have the conversation without it looking like they're, they're failing and not doing their job. And we can all relate to that, okay? And then the other piece is that I've educated them and I've taught them how I need them to proceed moving forward. If you're not able to meet a deadline, I need you to re reach out to me in advance and tell me what's happening and propose a new deadline. It's that simple, right? So through my follow-up, I've taught and educated and improved all of these other pieces. And that's our job, right, as leaders, is to educate and to support and to move forward. Okay, so I've cleared up that unrealistic goal that I didn't even know was unrealistic because I didn't know Joe was out of the office in this hypothetical situation, right? Okay, so 
we also need to make sure that we're not part of the problem. And that's what the follow-up is about for us too. Not only is it inspecting what we expect to show that we didn't ask for busy work to be done, that what they've done is, is valuable. And it's valuable because we are now spending our time checking on it, right? The other part is that when we check on things and we follow up, especially before the deadline, we offer solutions to something that may have been unrealistic in the time frame that we set or the function that we asked to be done. And so most people that work for us, I would tell you pretty much anybody that works for you, not most, pretty much everyone, they don't want to fail you, right? They came to work for you for a reason. They believe in you and the mission that you've created in your company. They don't want to fail you. And so they're going to try to do everything that they can, even if what you've asked them to do is unrealistic. But I can tell you that, and especially from experience, if you continue to ask for unrealistic goal after unrealistic goal after unrealistic goal, people are going to get frustrated and they're just not going to try anymore. And the reason why they're not going to try is because as they've tried five and six and seven different times on these goals that you've established for them, that they can never complete because you never gave them enough information or the requests were off the wall, like too hard to ever pull together to, to strategically create a plan around or to achieve within the time frame because we just gave them something completely unrealistic, okay? So I've lived through those. When, when I've gone through those and it's been a pattern of, of a leader trying to give me push after push after push after push after project after project, and it, the timeline's unrealistic and the project itself is unrealistic, um, you, you tend to get defeated. And then, you know, I've watched it. People will just simply say, I'm not even listening to the request anymore. It's harebrained. It's unrealistic. I'm never going to get it there. I'm just going to go back and do my work. And so we as leaders can't be those leaders. You can't lose your following. You can't have people, as soon as you push out the request, simply say, yep, I'm not doing that. It's stupid. It's harebrained because they always are. Because maybe this one's not. Maybe you threw out some harebrained ones just to stretch people, but this one was really realistic and they just can't tell the difference. Okay, so through your follow-up and partnership and push, people will start to understand, okay, she's just trying to grow me through this. She's saying, hey, I, I don't know how to accomplish all of these things. I'm shooting for this deadline. Do the best you can. Come back and let me know what you're doing. Okay. Now that becomes realistic, right? In the way that you just defined that project, you made it realistic because you said you don't know. And hopefully we can get it pulled together, but we may not be. We may not be able to. Just do the best you can. You, you didn't put unrealistic expectations. So the way that you just defined that project made it even more realistic, right? So sometimes... The words we use and the deadlines and the ask and the honesty that we provide, it matters to make an unrealistic project realistic enough that people feel comfortable to brainstorm and come back to you and they don't continue to get defeated over unrealistic projects. Okay, so that's our role as a leader. And that's what I want to leave you with today is, again, our follow up confirms follow through. We have to follow up to validate the efforts that someone has put into something to appreciate those efforts, to put them on the right path if the efforts were a little off kilter, okay? We have to um, thank 
we have to, you know, celebrate. And again, we have to tell them this didn't meet the mark. I need you pushing harder. You know, this was a very realistic goal. You didn't meet the deadline and you didn't communicate to me in advance of what's going on. Right. So we give the feedback. We appreciate or we get them back on the right path. We teach and train through our follow up. And then we ensure that we're not constantly delivering unrealistic projects or establishing unrealistic goals such that our teams, we just don't want them to get frustrated and give up. We don't want them to feel defeated on every project to the point they stop trying. Okay, because then what happens? Work doesn't get done. And then eventually those people leave our organization. Okay, because people want to wake up every day and accomplish something. Right. Even if it's something small, most people want to accomplish something. And for constantly beating them down and giving them unrealistic projects that they can never accomplish, they're not going to feel fulfilled and they're going to leave us. Okay, so I'm sure you, you, you probably have thought about these pieces, but I always like to lay them out because most people don't think about how we as leaders impact others to this degree or just in this very straightforward manner. So the challenge today, follow up in order to achieve follow through from your team. Giving giving feedback, praise or growth feedback timely, inspecting what you expect to show that their time was well spent, and then ensuring that what you're asking for is not an unrealistic goal so that they can continue to feel fulfilled in their role. Okay, that's my challenge. Reflect, look within yourself, make sure that you are following up appropriately, especially during this remote period. And it can be phone call. You know, we've talked about the methods of communication. Make sure you use them wisely. Phone call, mass email, appreciating people, whatever the case may be. But let's make sure that we're appreciating um, and then challenging, following up, clarifying. And we're being the leaders we need to be during this time so that we can ensure follow through is still happening within our teams. All right. Have a great day.